It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Oberstein. You might know me better as Wix's head of SEO branding, but I'll remind you that this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with that. This is pure unofficial Morning Magic and Morning Mania. If you want the official Morning Magic and less on the mania side, check out the Surpsup podcast over at Wix.com slash learn slash SEO. When does the SEO Rant come out? Typically on Thursdays. If I don't have time, I don't do an episode, not my full-time job, my part-time job, not my anytime job. So it does make sense to subscribe. Where do you subscribe to podcast? Gee, I don't know. So figure that one out on your own. I'm not telling you. God's sake. You listen to a podcast right now. Just click the subscribe button wherever you're listening. If that's your friend's car, click on the button in their car. For your listening pleasure today. Wow. He's the host of the Search with Candor podcast. He's an SEO specialist over at Candor. Hi, Mark. Which I'm just gonna insert my own intro. That is the best. That is the best Easter egg ever. Oh, hi, Mark. I've ever put into <laughs> into an intro. He does voiceovers and he specializes in Klingon. He's Jack Chambers Ward. Hey, Morty. Thanks for having How are me. Are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure I'm, to be here. I'm gonna have to put that tweet where you did. Um, Jean-Luc Picard doing Klingon into the show notes of this episode. I've got the audio if you'd like to insert it as a clip. If you want to add some <laughs> yes. editing production value, I've got the audio. <laughs> oh, good. So you're tweeting out on, on a random Saturday night. I, I'm do, I do voiceover work and here's here we go. And Crystal Carter, my counterpart here at Wix, put out a, a request to do Jean-Luc Picard. And I'm like, hey, do Jean-Luc Picard doing Klingon. And then you did it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever done a Patrick Stewart impression, and it's never it's never been part of my Fauna Better Phrase repertoire. I don't think I have a repertoire at this point, but still, yeah, but my, it was. Uh, my my wife was out with her family doing stuff, doing Halloween kind of stuff. You know, one of those like adventure park things where they have mm. like people dressed as zombies chasing you and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, the supermarket. I, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a supermarket in Hot Fuzz, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I wasn't invited. So <laughs> wait, I, you wait, you wanted to go, you weren't invited. I'd, I've been before, so I wasn't that fussed. And I'd been without like before my wife and I were married. I went without her with some other friends. So I think this was her like trying to get back at me with a bit of spite. Ah, so, I see. Yeah. So you're like, I'll get back at you. I'll do voiceover work. Exactly. But, yeah. I had, I had some voiceover lines. To re- uh, yeah, uh, yeah. My dad's a huge Trekkie. So I've okay. grown up with a lot of Star Trek and stuff. Nice. So I don't speak any other languages, but I know a couple of words in a bunch of languages because i used to work at a language school where i first started learning seo and stuff i worked in an international language school and i picked up like oh a couple of words of arabic a couple of words of french a couple of words of spanish like it's a hugely multicultural environment and i also happen to know a couple of words in klingon as well (laughs) so yeah i thought well i'm gonna take up the challenge i've got nothing else bad to do on a saturday night which kind of sums up my life in my 30s at this point Uh, so you really, you fuck, really got back it, to your wife do... with that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she must think, "Oh God, what a man I've married." He's recording Klingon <laughs> voiceover lines for SEO people on Twitter. What, what a, what a sexy man. <laughs> it, it, can't, it can't get much worse than that, right? <laughs> Is that the low point or the high point? I think you've hit rock I, I, bottom. I, I said that to Crystal. Like either this tanks my SEO career or launches my voiceover career, and I don't know which one is worse. <laughs> I thought it was epic. I thought it was epic. I th- that's why. <laughs> The truth is, I find Twitter incredibly annoying lately with all the fighting that goes on. Like those oh, moments, God. it's it's insane. I took a break from Twitter for a while. We had to actually get to the podcast, but like I took a break from Twitter for a while. I came back. I'm like, 
Why am I here? Oh, I had I got into a big fight yesterday. That was did you really? Fun. Yeah, oh, I missed yeah. that. Oh god. Oh, now I gotta go. I'll send you some links after the show. Okay, great. Me, me oh, and me boy. and Lydia, Lydia and Fante just getting into fights with the black hat, gray hat crew. Oh, it's... Lydia's been going after a bunch of people lately. Yeah. <laughs> that part's good. But like when you see people doing fun things on Twitter that are engaging and just nice and yeah. entertaining. That's why Twitter's great. Yeah. Uh, but we're not talking about Twitter today. We're talking about <laughs> the importance of staging a site. And why developers and SEOs can should be friends. Impossible. <laughs> it's the age old question, right? It's it's the thing that all us SEOs. I will put my foot in my mouth here and say developers can't be friends with anybody because they're not social creatures. That's that's fair. That's fair. Is that fair? No, probably not. No. <laughs> 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 from from me, from an SEO perspective, I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I, there I, are very angry developers listening to this right now. Right now. <laughs> shouting I, at us. I will honestly go on. There's a, a, a fellow down the street here and we're talking and he's got a lot of personality from Australia. I, I love Aussies. And I asked, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a developer. I'm like, no, there's no way. You're this too friendly. Possible. You're so <laughs> engaging and fun and not mean. <laughs> is that wow. the, Aus- the Australian-ness balancing out the developer I, maybe a little that's bit? What like it is. There's, I mean, there's I a sweet spot in there somewhere, right? Developers, yeah. <laughs> So uh, the importance of staging a site and why developers and SEOs can be friends if they're Aussies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Got it. Exclusively if they're both Australian, then everything's fine. Right. Got it. Because <laughs> there's no issues in Australia, as we know. There's no like, <laughs> terrible political situations or killer mo- like monstrous bugs or anything like, you know. Oh, no. That's, but you think monstrous bugs. You don't think the Outback. <laughs> Uh, but yes, to talk about staging sites, it's and it's an interesting topic because it's something I've encountered quite a few times with clients, both here at Canada and before in previous agencies and things like that. There's just a weird kind of disconnect, I think, between actually getting a staging site made in the first place, because that can sometimes be a challenge. I know it can cost money to get the server set up and, you know, creating duplicate servers and all that kind of stuff. Whether you're doing that, you know, through some CMSs, you allow do that through plugins and things like that. I know there are like WP Engine, I think, does a version of that where you can essentially set up a staging site. But it can be such a challenge to get that off the ground and to even like sell it to the client or the stakeholders, whoever it is you're kind of communicating with. But I think it's so useful to have that kind of stuff for both developers and SEOs. And that's kind of why I'm I'm trying to bridge the gap, Morty. I'm trying to do the thing where me as, as a pure SEO, I am not a developer in any sense of the word, but I'm here to bring the people together, to unite us under one banner of everybody loves a staging site. Good luck. I mean, <laughs> hi, I'm not I, cynical at all. No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I think because the staging site lets you test so much stuff out, both from a development point of view and from an SEO point of view, like, it, it's very all well and good having like, oh, we've got wireframes set up for our new, say you're creating a content hub page. You've got this new pillar page structure you want to roll out with this client. Being able to see a wireframe of that and, and drawing it up and having the SEO team involved in that. Hello, developers, please involve us as early as you can. And then, cool. Yeah, sure. I can work out like, okay, here's where my like evergreen content's going to go. Here's where my like topical content's going to go, blah, 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 blah. What yeah. next? Like, how do you understand where those links are going and what pages they're actually linking to? 
having a staging site and being able to actually crawl it using tools like Sitebulb or Screaming Frog or whatever you're using gives you so much power and so much depth to the knowledge that you can acquire compared to just looking at a wireframe or kind of coming up with a draft for something, actually having it part of the site structure and understanding where it could sit and having the ability to say, actually, no, maybe it's not best in this directory. Let's move over to this directory instead can be such a powerful thing and such an important part of that decision instead of just like, oh, fuck it, just throw it in this subfolder, that'll be fine, <laughs> which happens so often. <laughs> because what you, right, you, when, you're, when you're thinking about an abstract, no matter how many times you've done it, it's still abstract. But when exactly. you see it, and this is what, oh, this, because a website, it's a very spatial thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so seeing that and that spatial, uh, digital spatial awareness, we just coined a new term. <laughs> Quick trademark that right now. Yeah, I'll make a new site. I'll just put a, I'll just put a site. Um, is a big deal. And it's not terrible. It's not, honestly, it's not terribly complicated to mm. set up a standing site. I mean, just, you know, <clears throat> cough, wigs, you can duplicate your site. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was going to bring that up because I, I have a few sites on Wix myself for my, for my other podcast. That's not search with candor for sequelizers, which is my uh, bad movie sequels. Shameless plug there. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't promote that. Good thinking. I know. I know. I know. I'm heartbreaking. Sorry, yeah, that's a bad <laughs> my, host. my wow. side hustle just crushed my dreams there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for for my site, when I built that, I want to say like nearly six years ago now, five or six years ago, I came to Wix because I'd used Wix a couple of times with uh, what I'd been doing. Like I said, I mean, international language school I was working at. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's try Wix. It should do all we need for a podcast. Basically, you've got e-commerce stuff. You've got all this. I'm not doing an ad for Wix. That's that's your job on your other podcast. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but as you said, you don't have a staging site necessarily on Wix, but you have that essentially that duplicate preview option where you can just duplicate your site as a test and just play around with stuff, shift stuff around, yeah. do whatever you like without affecting the live site. Yep. And that is such a powerful tool and something I know you had Sadiq on a few weeks ago talking about the, the power of like experimenting with your own site. That's very much what I use a couple of my sites for is like playing around with stuff and every SEO does it. I think every developer does it as well. You build a couple of tests and a couple of experiments. So you're not suddenly running experiments on a client's <laughs> website and losing right. the millions of dollars or whatever. No. And there's so many things you can do. If you have a staging site, if you have a test site, there's so many things you can do. I, I was talking to um Nicole Sliver about this a while ago. I actually wrote mm -hmm. something up for our hub about this where you ever go into search console and you're like, wait, I'm ranking for this. Yes. I'm <laughs> getting impressions for that. That's so weird. Cause you never really know what sticks. So yeah. his idea was like pro programmatic programmatic. I'll get the word out. Program prog. I can't Pro talk. Problem. Problematic. It's problematic. It's always no, problematic. no. The problematic is not the word. The problematic is I'm, a I'm problem. Joking. Programmatic. Programmatic. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. crap! <laughs> programmatic. Two professional podcasters, ladies and gentlemen. Can't even speak English. <laughs> me, me, fail English. That impossible. <laughs> and, and spin up the spin up a spin up some content. Um, obviously, you don't want to do that for real. That's against Google's guidelines because. Mm. You can't AI write content, but kind of see what's, you know, maybe mess up, you know, tweak it a little bit, see if it sticks a little bit and then run with it. Then like devote all that energy, then devote all that time, then devote the actual pages that you're going to create all the money and the resource. Cause you know, like there's, there's hope for this page to rank. Yeah, absolutely. It's something my co-host Mark Williams Cook has been doing. He's got a, oh, hi, Mark. Call... oh, hi Mark. <laughs> hey doggy. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh God. I, I have said that to Mark in person far too many times and I think he's <laughs> thoroughly sick of it already. <laughs> I never thought I've done it for like years already and I've never thought to say though. Hi Mark. I never thought of it till right now. Oh, we just re- just send him gifts on Slack of various <laughs> various room moments, various Tommy Wiseau moments. Um, but yeah, I think it's that's that's a key thing, right? Being able to have that content. And Mark, we call it the Canary in the Coal Mine site. He's basically got this experimental, scraped, con- completely scraped content, complete bullshit FAQ stuff that provides no value to anybody. It's often wrong. It's often completely irrelevant to the question it's supposedly trying to answer and all this kind of stuff. It's in Klingon. It, half of it's in Klingon because I wrote it apparently. And yeah, it's ranking quite well. It's getting a reasonable number <laughs> of clicks and impressions and stuff. And like, it's it's just seeing this nice, you know, the, those graphs you see on LinkedIn and Twitter from all the SEOs of like, we multiplied our traffic by 1,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's doing that basically. It went from zero and this graph has just gone up steadily very nicely. And Mark is like, I'm waiting for the helpful content update to kick in. I'm waiting for the September core update to kick in. <laughs> There's so much stuff that, you know, we're basically using that as a canary in the coal mine for AI generated stuff and scraping stuff. And like you said, you can do that similar kind of thing, maybe not as crazy and, and experimental as that, but it gives you an opportunity to test different layouts and literally just see how it is and being able to send a staging link to a fellow developer or a fellow SEO, wherever, whichever side you're coming from, or even to, you know, the people who are buying into you as a client. So you can send it to the management team or the senior management team, whoever you're essentially working for. The ability to share that rather than just like, like I said, look at this wireframe or look at this, you know, thing that's been put up by a designer. Huge credit to designers, not disparaging designers, but actually having a thing you can crawl around and interact with and stuff. And see how it actually works. Yeah, because the wireframes are, first off, I hate them. (laughs) They're so annoying to use. The zooming in, the zooming out is terrible. Yeah, yeah. wireframes can be a hassle. <laughs> I do not I do not like them. I do not like Green Exit Ham. I do not like like wireframe Sam I am. My name is not Sam. <laughs> so just a point of a contention with the design industry. Like, can you find something better? But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. you would have to think that this would make your life with developer easier. Yeah, I mean, you would think cohesive. so, right? Yeah, because like you test stuff out for SEO and all that kind of thing, but you also get the opportunity from a development point of view Obviously, you have development sites as well. That's a slightly different thing, being able to build a site from scratch and kind of have it in a in an early, essentially like an alpha phase, right? So have, but having that kind of beta stage almost where you can have that just before we push live, here's what it looks like integrated with the rest of the site and all that kind of thing is so powerful from a development point of view, from an SEO point of view. And I've actually seen it from the other side where you know pushing stuff from staging to live goes wrong and as much yeah. as i'm like yeah let's lose yes yeah, let's everybody get a staging site right now duplicate your site on wix whatever whatever the equivalent is in your cms you should be doing this you should be testing stuff and experimenting with stuff that's not directly on the live site i've seen it quite it, it happened with an e-commerce client where they pushed from staging to live and a bunch of staging links were left on the home page and then got a frantic email from the client being like oh no People are starting to buy stuff through the staging site. <laughs> oh no, what's happening? Like people are going through the checkout process on staging dot blah blah blah, and, and uh, yeah, it's like yeah, I could see this one coming. The developers completely fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's always the developers' fault, but yeah, yeah. It, it's still worth it. I think yeah, as a client, absolutely. Like, so things are gonna happen. It's it ha- and that happens even without a staging site. You've 
you created a page, you put a no index tag on it for whatever reason, and you got to take up a tag. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, again, clients I've worked with before have done this kind of like, we orphaned a page, essentially, like you said, no index it, no internal links, but we have created this page on our site. Eventually, it will be integrated into the structure, but at the moment, it is just this kind of thing, little test bed off in the corner there we can play around with and do different things. If you're going to roll out like wider changes and stuff, if you're changing templates and stuff like that, staging sites are perfect for that kind of thing. And I know it's something I talked to Mark about because... You know, when you come into like auditing and, and all that kind of stuff, I recently talked to Olga Zazechner on my podcast as well on Search oh, with Canda, talking great. about the, the power of auditing a site to start with, have a look at it with your own eyes, go through all the tools, all the usual stuff. But when you're crawling, you don't have to crawl all 150 million URLs or whatever it is in this massive e-commerce site, whatever it is. As long as you get an idea of what each template is doing, you're getting you're getting a product, you're getting a category, you're getting a, a PLP, you're getting all these different kind of templates. You can get kind of an idea of what the site is doing in the bigger picture of things from a technical yep. perspective. And being able to change a template that will go on and affect, like I said, if you're working on a massive site that will affect millions of URLs, you don't want to do that on a live site because you can just absolutely <laughs> tank your traffic. Having the staging side there to play around with a template or change a thing. or Oh, we want to change our product listing pages into this format instead of this format or whatever it is. And I've actually seen staging sites get indexed a couple of times. And for those of you have, who have never done this, if you use the site operator, so use the site colon and then put your staging site into Google, find out what Google thinks about your staging site you may be surprised because <laughs> <laughs> i have seen quite a few pages on the staging side of things indexed by accident because there are again live links from the live site to the staging site or whatever it is and while the rest of us are struggling to get indexed you can get your staging site indexed by accident and there's yeah like you said make sure to use those no index tags when you can if you are doing those orphan pages yeah outside of a staging site but I have seen quite a few times. It used to be a regular check in one of my previous roles to be like, are we sure? Do we trust these developers? Let site colon. Let me just check. Nope. They're like, yep, there's live links. Yep. <laughs> all the time. Uh, okay. So we talked about the importance of staging the site, but SEOs and developers can and should be friends. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like I said, I think staging is the the bridge that brings us all together, right? We're, we can play around with stuff from both the development side of things and an SEO perspective and not screw each other over, hopefully. Right. But like, how does that make, make, make your things a priority to them? Like their time is still their time. Yeah, absolutely. That I think that's the key factor, right? Having the time investment to actually, like I said, get it all set up on the server correctly and make sure all the staging stuff is set up properly can be a time investment from the development point of view. I think that is kind of probably the main drawback is kind of getting people to understand why it is important. That's why I'm here. Hopefully some people will listen and be influenced. <laughs> That's Hopefully. where like bringing the developer donuts or beer or coffee. Yeah, or... exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Bribery. That's what we Bri- sell here oh, on no, bribery, bribery is the way to go. <laughs> no, no, no joke. You show up with a bottle of wine. So you know, Oh, wow. Yeah, I had it laying around for a week, so I wasn't gonna drink it anyway. Like I don't drink wine, but yeah, here, here you go. I really like you. <laughs> That's a generally not a bad idea out there, SEOs in the world. If you're gonna bribe your developers, what a better way to do it? <laughs> yeah, just like look for stuff you have around the house that you don't use anyway. <laughs> here's here's this old like 
coffee yeah. table book from 1975. Like, there you yeah, go. I have this uh, great pen. <laughs> it's a, is it a Wix pen, Morty? Are you just going to get a, the Wix stuff? I wish you had a Wix pen. I don't have. I did have a Wix pen a long time ago. My wife stole it. <laughs> but yes, genuinely, I think there is there is so much positive to having a staging site from both sides. Hopefully, that is something that can allow. And again, hopefully you're communicating with your developers and the developers are communicating to you as an SEO and understanding when you both need to be involved in that process, right? Because I think those communication lines can break down so much and so quickly when, oh, you get carried away with an SEO thing and you're off doing this thing and whatever. And I probably should have told the developers I was doing that. Or the other side of it, developers will make a change and you find out when you're just, oh, um, did that blog post go live yet? Let me just go and check on the live site. What the hell is this? Where have all the products gone? Oh it my god! Did and all the text is in white. <laughs> I just came across a blog that did that the other day. Lovely. That's a yeah. Like the, the first paragraph for some reason I don't know how they did that. The first paragraph of all their blog posts was white. I interestingly I had a similar thing where the anchor text was turned so that like hover was turned to white. Oh, so perfect. as soon as you hovered over any like anchor text, it's like it disappears. Like, yeah, there's disappearing ink. Yeah, it's, it's for spies. I, 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 yeah, anchor you're like for spies. <laughs> you're like grasping at straws, <laughs> trying, to, trying to click on a link. It's just the the most annoying thing in the world. And I've even seen things like even you like test out something on a staging site in a product menu or whatever it is. And we had a a product sub menu, so it was like the main like systems and stuff, and then the subcategory of that was the individual products themselves, and each kind of subcategory had its own landing page, and that was kind of I'm still not fully sure how it works. It was loading through CSS and JavaScript, and was pulling through onto the live site in some form, but that was completely inaccessible to users. But crawlers and and bots were it was there were, was rendering it and loading it, so I was like, okay. So the page you thought had orphaned, you've actually got links to it because this sub menu exists in the main nav in some weird ghostly fashion. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think having this kind of thing, having this test bed to get away with stuff, essentially to try stuff out without putting the client or your boss's money on the line is beneficial for both sides, right? Having the ability to do whatever you like and play around and say, hey, what do you think of this? does yeah. this work does this not work without risking tens of thousands hundreds of thousands millions of dollars at a time less pressure is generally better for better communications like, yeah absolutely. You know, i don't know if you have a spouse or a significant other if you're listening to this but generally speaking like when the kids are going crazy or like money's tight or whatever it is those are generally not when you have your better conversations <laughs> that's when you find yourself arguing over like what bread to buy at the supermarket right, right. and like the bread symbolizes like the entire failure of the marriage to that point <laughs> Are we in therapy now, Morty? I'm fra- I'm, I don't, I'm, re- I don't... I'm recently married. I'm, I'm only five months in. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I've been married for 15 years, let me tell you. <laughs> I've got some oh, catching boy. up to do, but maybe this has just turned into like marriage counseling with Morty. No, oh, no, I don't take advice from me. Take advice from my wife. I, my, my best advice to you, I mean, it's too late because you already got married, is marry up. Like I married a person who's better than me. Oh, I married but much better than me as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right, which is probably terrible for them because they married down. <laughs> Regret their choices every day. <laughs> but for me, like the selfless bastard I am, like this is great. <laughs> and uh, to turn that into an analogy, do the same thing with developers, right? Like, work, yeah, marry work, up, marry up with developers. You got, yeah, always got get a, a pair of Yeah, if you can get somebody who, something I've experienced here, like I used to, how we laid out the office in Canada when I first joined, like just over a year ago now, eighteen months ago. 
I was sat next to the developer and we had a moment where we realized like we're sat next to each other every day. What do you actually do like day to day? Like, where do you, where do you sit in the development team? We've got like a handful of developers here or a full-time staff. And then, you know, a, a, like half a dozen of us or so on the SEO team. So it's like, what, what does Jack do that's different to the rest of the SEOs? What differentiates me from the next person at Canda who's also an SEO specialist? Like, what does that mean? And I said the same thing to my colleague. And I was like, how do you differ from this developer or that developer? And getting that foot in the door, right? Having that conversation, having that communication, dare I say, treat your developers like humans. Mm-hmm. God God forbid. Um, <laughs> actually have that conversation. What are they, designers? Uh, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> and have that yeah like you said open communication right if something goes wrong just be honest i hate to steal the title of our podcast that you can see the the branding at the top there morning on the video be candid with them be honest be transparent we're we're candor for a reason right we we try to be as honest as we can with clients with external developers we're working with with internal teams all that kind of stuff if i screw something up i'll say oh i changed the thing on this page and i can't work out why but nothing's loading anymore or all the text is white and all of the blog posts a perfect example there like i changed the like i'm in the theme editor on wordpress and i clicked a button and everything's gone white and i don't know what's happening can you help me please and some of them will be like no i don't have time you're on your own but if you've gone in and if you've built up that you know have you build that rapport build that relationship right you can then have that conversation and that is Remember that long walk on the beach we took? I bought you ice cream. Exactly. We we did the uh, the the fair and the festival and the carnival <laughs> together. <laughs> Got a problem now. Exactly. And not to get into like company politics stuff, but even doing things like company socials and having everybody involved. If you're working with an internal development team, obviously this doesn't apply to external developers. That would be weird. Just inviting, <laughs> hey client, I'm just going to invite your external development team who live across the world or across the country or whatever we're just going to go and hang out for a bit <laughs> sure that's not weird at all but yeah a company party is great because then you could bring them a, a gift and it's not even yours like oh here i go. bought you this piece of cake yeah oh you you know there's a specific thing they really like so you bring that to the party as if it's for everybody right you seem like, you seem like right. less of a creep and then you can get away with it i mean like right. oh yeah like, I, I brought this i brought this I brought this Spanish red wine. I don't know who likes Spanish red wine. You just look over to the developer and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've learned today is bribery works, folks. That's that's almost, the lesson. Almost as well as flattery. Not yeah. as well. People want shit. They don't want to like, <laughs> oh, those are nice glasses. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, hopefully we can then build these bridges between developers and SEOs. I know people like Martin from Google are, are doing a fantastic yeah. job to try and heal the wounds of past decades, essentially. And their wounds make... are pouring so much salt over them, too. Yeah, exactly. People have been pouring salt on them for years. So Martin's got a tough job with developer relations, like bringing everyone together and making sure. You know, SEOs, we understand more about what developers are going through and the other way around, right? I think it's right. important for us to understand that I'm not the most technical SEO. I'm I'm not going to come out here and claim to be, you know, some JavaScript nope. wizard or whatever it is. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm way more of an all-rounder. And 
the fact that I can kind of dip my toes in a few different things is nice, but I can lean on people who know more than I do. And that's, I think that's the advantage to work at an agency, or if you have a big in-house team, that's also an advantage as well. Having different specialists who are able to do different things. And the same goes for development, like understanding where they are and what they're doing day to day and where their specialties are. Oh, we've got this developer who's really good with PHP, but is terrible at C++ because who uses C++ in 2022? (laughs) But yeah, I think it's key having those kind of relationships and a staging site can be the perfect time for those teams to work together and build that rapport, right? That's how how humanity works. Like you need other people, you don't know everything. If you think you know everything, you know nothing. (laughs) There's a brilliant quote from, uh, I think it's from Niels Bohr, the physicist, about quantum physics if you think you know quantum physics you don't know quantum physics and i think that's the perfect thing of like if you think you know everything about seo you don't know seo and if you think you know everything about anything about (laughs) development you don't know everything about development pretty much and coming from me yeah 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 Yeah. tying into my physics background there as well because i have an of course (laughs) physicist i speak yeah i i I can read boring in the the original klingon um (laughs) Where can people find you? Like, what's your TikTok handle? I don't. I do have a TikTok. <laughs> I, no I, I, ha- I have. I have done one TikTok so far. <laughs> it has not gone viral, unfortunately. Oh, really? It, That's surprising. It's of, it's of my wife wearing a onesie and dancing about in our living room. It's not. Not there's, it's either that's my thing like either it's a, you're doing some kind of strange dance or you're falling downstairs, and I don't do either. Pretty much. Maybe you should. Maybe that that's the next step for SEO oh, and, I see and how the Wix it goes. team. You want me to fall downstairs? Like this is yeah, 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 yeah. Go and fall downstairs, Paul. Uh, how how many? Like two or three, or like the whole full case? <laughs> uh, to be fair, it's funnier if you go down the. the it's full funny, case. right? The whole thing yeah. and multiple yeah. ones. Like you, yeah. like somehow, like at a, at a really big landing, like you somehow make it around the corner and fall Ooh, down that one too. That's very right? satisfying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find me. I'm the host of the Search with Candor podcast. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, as you say at the top of every show, Morty. You're already listening to the show, so you're already listening to a podcast somewhere. If you're listening to this to an app, whether that's Google or Stitcher or Spotify or whatever it is, search for Search with Kanda and you will find me and Mark and also Mark's dog Snoop. That is our kind of like branding there. Get people in with the dog and then teach them about SEO. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Great pretty podcast, much. by the way. <laughs> Thank Enjoy you. It. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> um, to the one person who's listening on a cassette right now, sorry you don't know where to find this. Next time, please to- turn to side <laughs> B. <laughs> there you go. There's a podcast. I, funnily enough, I do know a, there was a company here in the UK a few years ago. Funnily enough, I think they've gone out of business now that would put your podcasts into like physical media. So oh. you could get like a CD of like season one or a cassette of season one or yeah, like- a record. I always want that, that classic like record sound. For oh, a yeah. Yeah. Hear that patented morty magic coming with a nice little vinyl crackle on it yeah Yeah. it's a little crackling (laughs) i'm a bit of a record collector so i can very much appreciate that oh really nice i my i used to have my parents old records but i don't know what happened to them at this point they're gone nice nice (laughs) and if for some reason you want to come and follow me i am jlw chambers on twitter yes i'm still using my whatever the male equivalent of a maiden name is i don't know i'm still using my unmarried name on most of my social media stuff branding and stuff right that's it's how that confusing. works it gets yeah, confusing. yeah yeah 
JLW Chambers, you'll find me. It's fine. You tell you <laughs> why. Like, I, I'll change it, but you got to take me to Zombie Fest next time. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. That's the deal. That's the idea. You got to <laughs> you got to save that. Like, you know, it's a card you got to play the right time. Exactly. <laughs> Usually after you screw up really badly, that's what I would yeah, probably play that yeah, part. Yeah. Definitely. I'm dropping my name. We're all good now. <laughs> 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 to my audience, when is the next SEO rant come out? Probably next Thursday. Maybe not. Who knows? Anyway, um, enjoy us at the SEORant.com or wherever you consume podcasts, including cassette tapes. Until next time, toodles.